welcome to Church of the Well podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. 
forgot everything. But his instructor had told him, and down he goes. There's no turning, there's no stopping, he's just going this straight. Like he's just flying 150 miles an hour down this hill, right? And, and Joe's not paying attention because somebody over at that still thing's on falling already. And I'm watching Craig, and down he's going, and, and he just flies out of control, falls are everywhere, everything's a mess. And he's heading right toward Joe. And I'm yelling, Joe, Joe, get out of the way, get out of the way, get out of the way. And he finally looks up, so he's looking at me, and he's seeing me because I'm waving, right? And then he kind of looks a little bit down, and he sees Craig, and he's about this far from him, and he's like trying to push himself out of the way. And Craig just goes right over the top of his knees. And then at the bottom of this run, there's kind of a, a traverse from the area, and then I had forgotten, but then it was a glint. And Craig just goes flying off, clears the, uh, the trail and off the cliff. And I remember sitting there going, Craig's dead. Like his pride just killed him. Like he is dead. He is absolutely dead. There's no question the guy is dead. And so I'm skiing down as fast as I can to get down there. And we get to him and he is in a tree. Um, it's bad, right? It took a long time to get him out. It was really embarrassing. And the ski patrol had to show up, and they had to get, like, people to pull out of the tree. And um, they were like, who is this guy with? Why is he on this mountain? And Joe and I were like, we're just going to go ski again. We're like, yeah, so you guys figure it out. Why did I tell that story? It's a good example of how Christ gets us in trouble. Like, you can take this metaphorically and say, in your own life, what is it that pride has caused you to do this central point? Scripture says we're to judge. We're to have judgment. Right? It specifically says we're to judge each other. So if you have, if you are a Christ follower and you're part of a church and you decide to become a member of that church, what you are asking that membership to do is hold you accountable for living the life of Christ follower. Right? And that requires some judgment. It requires us at times to step into people that you know best and say, watch over like you're not following the plan. Right? The point of the judgment that we're supposed to have towards
Thank you. 
where I think you've had one conversation with someone and then they're going to say something positive to my friend. Some conversations that have to happen and then afterwards it's like, man, thank you so much for saying that to me. It's really beneficial. It's going to help me so well. And there are lots of times that you're actually going to walk away going, okay, well, thank you. Right? And all that's telling you is you kept yourself humble. You kept one of the forefront of what you were doing and you really cared about your friends. But we also make that other mistake, right? Where we make the judgment. And oftentimes what we'll hear when this mistake happens is people say to us, so I will even say it out loud, is I just want them to get what they deserve. So James pushing us more like the devil. He's definitely he's saying, look, in verse in, in verse twelve, there's a little bit more argument and judge and who is able to save and who's a struggle. We want to be a good neighbor. I don't think there's much more commentary needed here. My question, I guess, if I was gonna stop here, is just to say, are you an individual or member of your group? some practical tells people that might be around you that's one. Right? During conflict, don't we do that's one. How do we do it? Well, we need to be present as well. I have found that when you read scripture, who was Jesus the hardest on locally? The ones who were the most judgmental. Right? So we have a lot of stories about Jesus really going after who were the religious elite of the time because they, they believed that their religiosity was elevating them to a level of love that that was missing. What about humility? I, I, I think as a Christ follower, we find is the more you understand Jesus, the more humble you become. Because you truly understand that that's who you're Just live their life, claim to know God, but live their life missing. 
is when I was talking to the church here, he's saying, you're claiming to know that Jesus is the Savior. You're claiming to know that you are a created being. You're claiming to know that your ultimate end in life is to bring glory to Jesus in whatever it is that he's asking you to do. And we talked last week about what that means. It means that we have to acknowledge Jesus in everything. And the, the quotes that take away the book of James is, where is the gospel not being deployed to your life now? Where's the absent from it? And how do we apply it there? And so that's this hard check that we're looking at there all the time. In the areas of, I think, for United, especially us in the United States and our culture, this type of area makes sense to us a little bit more. We oftentimes, the church world has this tendency to say, I'm really compartmentalized my life, and so I have my church, so I'm my church. I'll behave like church. And I'll, I don't understand and I'll be cleansed for Christ. And, and here I am, but maybe when I'm with my religious friends, we'll act a certain way. And I'm over here and I'm somewhat different. And oftentimes an area, especially in the United States, that's void of Jesus, is this area of work and making money and ambition and so on and so forth. Why? Because I think our culture is constantly saying we need more, right? And we get to that point where we go, okay, God, like, I'm desiring this kind of lifestyle, and if you're not going to make it happen, if you won't, then I will. And so I'm just going to leave me and kind of push the side here and just do what I want. So the arrogance that's being described here specifically is the individual who says, yeah, but maybe I'm a businessman. And yeah, I know that God's there, but I'm going to blow the image of my business practices. I'm just going to say that everything that I'm going to do today is about going there and making a bunch of money, and it's me that's going to do it, and I believe that I have all the gifts and all of the things necessary to make it happen, and I'm going to come away, and everything's going to be great. And God's going to say, I'm going to write the picture. Because this is all about you. So he, he makes this really interesting statement. Verse 15, he says, instead, God has said, and the Lord of hosts, the Lord of Hebrews, for that. Now, there's a tendency here also for us to have some sort of like magical tricks. Okay, Kevin, so what you're saying is all I need to do is I can say those things, but I just need to have the gift of the Lord of hosts to do Right? I'm not going to make a bunch of money. It's the Lord of hosts. Right? Once again, we're looking at conditions of the heart. Followers should be an understanding that yes, we go about our lives to live for Christ, but we have this, this thing in us that's allowing the Spirit to move in a direct direction or direct our day or direct what He wills in our life or what we desire. There's been so many times where like, oh, there's the gun challenge of day. Everybody can tell me what day I might get up. Right? Like, I need to remember this. This is what I need to get done. And she's like, well, you know, she's asking for it. What about the extra day? And sometimes I go, I didn't do it. Like, today's like, I was working. Or I just wasn't motivated. Or I distracted myself. Other times I'll go, but I don't know what I expect my day today. What do you mean by that? 
get somebody in the driveway and they're going to need it someday. And so the choice was to push this aside because I felt like this is what the Lord was asking me to do today. And so you do it, and then you go, well, that's a good idea. Success is a bad thing, failure is a bad but the hard thing changes my thing about here is are you giving the knowledge of the Lord of God the days of the past five months for the kingdom of the kingdom of the children? I was talking to some people the other day and they said, you know, I want to volunteer more when I help out at the church and more when I do more things, but I'm just so weak. And my response to that was, So what does that mean? It means that 
say somebody's hand. Because I'm not sure. It's not sin. I can't do it. That requires the Lord's provide a heart of purity. I would be to say, I mean, I'm a turn around and say, I can't save myself. There's nothing I can do. I need somebody to have to live it out.
presentation of Jesus is going to be coming in the church where he was humbly and with exceeding pride. Which of this person, why wouldn't you go and make yourself? Which of this person, why would you go do this? Why would you deny for such blessed of people?
Those things that we don't love. 